Bitter Pill are committed to producing new writing until theatres in the UK reopen. Through the Painkiller Project, we're open for submissions once a month and are producing two plays from each submission window. If you enjoy the play you're about to hear and you'd like to support the continuation of the project, please consider pledging to our Patreon to make a donation that will be repeated each time a new play is released. Alternatively, you can make a one-off donation through paypal.me. Any donation made would mean the world to us. For more information, follow the links in the description of this podcast. And now the Painkiller Project presents... Sharp. Gina Fiore is flying home from Puerto Rico when her plane makes an unscheduled stop. Before long, she finds herself in an interrogation room, trying to answer some awkward questions about the contents of her suitcase. We hope you like it. They say if you want to be a professional gambler that you need to be prepared to go broke at least once in your life. Once is expected. Twice, chalk it up to bad luck, a shitty hand. But three times? If you're going broke for a third time, you, my friend, are no gambler. You, my friend, are a fucking moron. Gina Fiore? Yes? I'm DEA Agent Walton. Hello? Is that your bag? Is that my... Is that your bag, ma'am? I mean, it's my... Yes or no, please, ma'am? Yes. Yes, it's my bag, yes. Great. Can you come with me, please, ma'am? Can I... I need um, you to get off the plane, please, ma'am. But I'm... I can escort you off the plane. I don't need you to escort me off the plane. Then I suggest you get a move on, ma'am, because this plane has somewhere to be, and you're holding it up making all these poor passengers wait because you don't want to move. So, I'll ask you one last time before you get yourself into a situation you do not want to be in. Can you just wait a sec, please? please exit this aircraft immediately. This is not a request. Am I in trouble or something? This is not a request, ma'am. I will not ask you again. I need you to get off this plane immediately. I'm on a plane from Puerto Rico to Las Vegas when the plane makes an unscheduled stop in Atlanta, Georgia. I had my suspicions as to why we were stopped, but I was hoping it was something else. You know, plain stuff. Back at Puerto Rico airport, my bag was checked. This is normal. This is random, apparently. Since 9-11, security's been ramped up everywhere and random bag checks are to be expected. The TSA woman takes my bag, checks it, and says, is this yours? Now. I've had several bag checks in the past, so I'm not worried. I'm well-versed in what happens in these situations, so I'm polite, communicative. Maybe a bit blasé, perhaps, but on the whole, I'm calm. I know what's coming. I say to her, yes, this is my bag. She opens it, she looks inside. Where'd you get it, she says. I want to tell her it's from TJ Maxx, but that's not what she means or wants to hear. So I tell her the truth. She nods. I see the faintest of smiles flirting on her lips. She knows who I am. She's heard of me. She zips it up, hands it back to me and says, don't be surprised if they hassle you in Vegas. We're still in the tarmac, waiting hanging out. 
I'm rationing out the last of my pretzels from the small bag that the crew gave to all the passengers on board the flight. People are getting antsy. They start talking, speculating, wondering what's happening. Is there a problem with the plane? Will I catch my connecting flight? Is there enough food for all of us? Are we broken down? Is there an alien aboard? Has someone died? I'm digging out a pretzel crumb that's fallen into my crotch when I hear my name. Gina Fiore? And my suspicions are confirmed. Are you comfortable? No. Do you know why I asked you to exit the aircraft today, ma'am? I'm about to lie to him because honestly, his face annoys me. And also, I just know he's going to fuck me over. No. Hmm. Well, it's because of what's in your bag. Okay. Where'd you get it? The bag? I so desperately want to say the TJ Maxx in Sahara Pavilion North, but I don't. He glares at me. He knows that I know that that's not what he's asking, and look, I know you shouldn't mess with DEA agents, especially not when you're in an interrogation room alone with them, but come on, I need to break the tension. The contents of my bag are from San Jose. Where in San Jose? I shrug. Lots of places. Can they confirm this? They sure can. Are you, uh, are you scared of dogs, ma'am? No, I'm not. Well, I'm going to bring the dog in, because as I understand it, they, uh, didn't do this in Puerto Rico airport. But I'm sure given the contents of the bag, you know why we need to bring the dog in. He leaves. My suspicions turn into solid facts. Facts that will eventually become evidence. The so-called random bag checks that happen every time I travel. The fact that the agent knew my bag wasn't sniffed at by some canine in the airport in Puerto Rico. The unscheduled but definitely scheduled stop in Atlanta, Georgia. They've been watching me this whole time. The feds. The government. They've been watching my every move, waiting until they had me right where they wanted me. Which as it so happens, is here in Atlanta. Not that Atlanta has anything to do with it. It could have been anywhere. Any state that wasn't Nevada because that's where I live, where my lawyer is. The same lawyer who's got me and dozens of others out of situations like this. Some worse. In Atlanta, I'm alone. Unrepresented. No one to help bail me out. And they've got me. And not even on any bullshit legal grounds, because nothing I've done is illegal. Carrying cash? Suspicious as fuck, yeah, but perfectly legal in the USA. Just like a painter carries paints, in my profession, we carry cash. That's our paint. How they've got me is that they don't like me. And they sure as hell don't like what I do either. Mostly because they don't understand... They don't understand how a small, petite woman in her late 20s is walking around with almost $100,000 in her bag. A bag from TJ Maxx that cost me $29.99 but will be worth so much more when I'm done. You see, I'm not a criminal. I'm not a thief. I'm not a terrorist. I'm not a prostitute. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm a gambler. I'm a card counter. 
with $96,732.89 in my bag. And I'm about to go broke for a third time. I am a fucking moron. For someone who's made a career out of calculating every single possible outcome of any card, of any hand, at any given moment, on any blackjack table in the world, and has amassed winnings upwards of $20 million, how the hell did I not see this coming? The DEA agent returns with the dog. The dog doesn't move. The dog doesn't sniff. The dog's whiskers don't even so much as twitch. But it doesn't matter. The DEA agent made up his mind way before any of this. He decides that... This money has been obtained by ill-gotten gains. Ill-gotten gains means drug money. They think I've obtained almost $100,000 by selling drugs. Now, what drug dealer do you know carries cash on a plane with them? None. Because what a dumbass thing to do. But I know how this looks, so it's not a totally ludicrous left-of-field accusation. But I'm not a drug dealer. I have receipts. Several, in fact, from every casino I hit in San Jose. But it doesn't matter. Because you don't argue with the feds. And I don't have my lawyer here, so I'm... Well, I'm fucked. They take everything from me. The money from my purse, the money from my pockets, the change from the bottom of my backpack, the receipts, the legal receipts, they take it all. So much for innocent until proven guilty, huh? I went to San Jose because I was chasing a high-stakes blackjack game. I knew I could win because I needed to win. I just lost three high-rise condos in Florida. Yes, three. So I was out of options. So now, I'm in Atlanta, flat-ass broke, for a third fucking time. I watch as they take my TJ Maxx bag, the bag that has all the money I have left in the world, into another room. They're probably going to dish it out, divide it up between them, spend it on God knows what. They can do that, you know. But they won't. Because I won't let them. Because that bag is evidence. That bag is going to get me to the Supreme Court. That bag will become the reason I change the motherfucking law. Forever. Sharp was written by Kat Kolyabayev and performed by Ashley Franchosi and Troy Alexander. It was directed by Alice Fitzgerald with sound design by Annie Mae Fletcher. The story for Sharp was inspired by Gina Fiore, one of the world's most notorious professional gamblers. Thank you for listening. This production is supported using public funding by the National Lottery through Arts Council England.